you walk into the shop, you pick it yourself, yeah. and you walk out, and somehow it kind of recognizes you, and there's something in your mobile phone that you would have integrated before yeah. that it charges your account yeah. as you're walking out. Buying trends are shifting. Coronavirus is changing everything as we know it, and True. I believe it is changing the commercial real estate as we know it. Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk. We are here in the Istanbul office of Property Turkey with Cameron Degin. And today we'll be talking about something rather topical and also very, very interesting. Commercial True. real estate. True. And how... How interesting is that? Oh, well, I mean... <laughs> I mean, see, this is the thing about commercial real estate. There's no emotional attachment there. It either makes sense or it you're, doesn't you're actually, make sense. You're actually right. There's yeah. less emotional yeah, attachment. It's, yeah, it's not as residential yeah. when you go it's into a like house. It's not like buying a home. Get, yeah, of course. It's not like yeah. buying a home. Is it south-facing? Yeah. Is it north-facing? Is yeah. it blue or is it pink? Yeah. It's just an investment. And yeah. right now, commercial real estate is going towards different directions. The the buying trends are shifting. Coronavirus is changing everything as we know it. And True. I believe it is changing the commercial real estate as we know it. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Yes. So how do you see this? Well, um, let me put it this way. Um, for a great majority of our clients who inquire on commercial real estate, I actually discourage them. For commercial real estate. I do. Yeah. I, I, I discourage Why? a great majority of our clients for two main reasons. Reason number one, um, the, the level of investment that they're planning to do, yeah. in my opinion, is not sufficient. What's that level? What are well, we talking about? I, mean, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to call a figure, but, but, but what I'm saying is if you are looking to make a viable investment in commercial real estate, come with a sizable budget. I'm not talking about multiples or millions of dollars, but as a rough guide, minimum $500,000. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. Because anything less than that will buy you something in a second grade, third grade area, and of that area, something on the side streets. So you're never going to be able to attract corporate clients with longevity who you know been around for a while yeah. who's going to come in with 10 year five years going to come in with five year contracts yeah. 10 year contracts yeah. and in fact coming in with it is easy but seeing through with it yeah the, 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 the staying power you know you you want to attract especially if you're a foreign investor trying to um, manage your investments remotely yeah you want to make sure that you have good strong tenants that are there to stay but um, if you're not coming into the market with the right investment level your chances are finding the right prime location commercial units that will have the curb appeal or the foothold area to catchment area to actually be able to attract the right types of clients yeah you're not going to stand a chance. We are uh, working with a client um, in the United States who is looking to invest in Turkey. And he likes commercial real estate. And we, have, we are in the process of closing a deal on a 
Starbucks shop. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's it's at the end of the day it's commercial, it's retail. Yeah. It's well, it's retail outlet. It's Starbucks branded and the tenant is already incumbent. So, but he's spending um if I remember correctly, he's spending over a million dollars. Yeah. But he's buying commercial real estate with a corporate international brand. Now, Starbucks and companies like Starbucks, they have a name to uphold. True. So they won't move into um, a premises only to move out after two years. No. So they will give you at least a five yeah. times two contract. It's a five-year times two contract. Yeah. Now, for example, this particular client of ours, I think he will do very well yeah. out of it because he has Starbucks as a client there to stay for 10 years. Yeah. He will get the contract and within his contract, there is likely to be a close that allows him to increase the rent every year or every other year to catch up with inflation in Turkey, which means that by year three, latest by year five, he will be on eight, nine percent per annum, which is a rather handsome rental return. Especially in Istanbul. Yeah, but right now, Cameron, we're going through very, very strange times. Nothing True. is under normal circumstances True. right now. We have this new normal True. Yeah, as we go on with our lives. So the life as we know it is changing. People are moving towards online buying and e-commerce rather than traditional going to shops and you know doing groceries yes. and stuff like that. Online business. Online business, exactly. How will this trend change the commercial real estate industry which brings me to my second point as to why i said i tend to discourage a great majority of inquiries that come in for commercial it's the changing face of retail you see um the online business is slowly well in fact in some countries not as slowly very very rather fast. rapidly yeah. taking over retail outlets and when we say retail outlets we mean the small point of sale outlets on the high street yeah from grocery stores to yeah. independent stores to clothing stores to bookstores yeah. to takeaway restaurants even to small restaurants these businesses are and will come under significant amounts of pressure from online business and COVID-19 will only act as an accelerator yeah i mean i mean let me let me uh let me reinforce you may your... have some statistics for this always oh, i always fantastic. i always come prepared listen in 2014 total online sales reached 1.3 trillion dollars but that number has more than tripled in 2020 to 4.2 trillion Where was dollars that? globally 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 yeah so what percentage of consumer spending is online now do you have that figure according to e-commerce stats online shopping will make 22 percent of global retail sales by 2023 okay if you look at 2023 2023 okay. global okay L let me let me tell you something very very okay. uh, strange here we are counting the 2020 numbers up until the month of april or may yeah we still have seven eight months to finish yeah. 2020. Well, right now we're in June, but we haven't counted June. Yeah. There are no statistics about June 2020. But by the end of this year, this figure might dramatically change. 22% in 2023 figure might as well change 
very, very much. I agree because the projections that you're reading, they are projections that were made in 2019. Because in 2019, globally, globally, online business grew by 15%. Now, this is an amazing number. So basically, from 2018 to 2019, in one year, online business grew by 15%. Now, retail business globally did not grow by 15% in one year, if anything at all, if it grew at all, which means that that 15% growth is either entirely or significantly growth that has been taken away from retail outlets. Yeah. Do you see what, what's happening? In or, one year, online business grew by 15%. Or the retail owners themselves, the ones who they actually own those stores, are setting up online businesses. Well, most retail owners have now got very strong online businesses. Let me give you another data. In Turkey, 50% of retail businesses are now looking to move to e-commerce. Of course. 50%. Especially, I mean, especially during and after corona, coronavirus, COVID-19. Yeah. Now, the COVID-19 is an, is an eye-opener. True. Is an eye-opener. And COVID-19 will... The, 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 the one sector of all economy in the world that COVID-19, if it is a sector at all, will benefit the most is online business. Oh my COVID-19 is going to do this to online Look at Amazon. Exactly. Jeff Bezos is richer than the richest man in the history. Yeah. Can you, I mean, you can't even count the guy's money. He he was 174 billion US dollars. Something like that, yeah. But that was, that was in the beginning of 2020. This is a a bigger number than than the GDP of uh, quite a few countries in the world. Do you realize that? Yeah. And and, and, and he's an online And look at Amazon. Amazon exceeded a trillion dollars. True. A trillion dollars. Turkey doesn't even have a trillion dollars economy. uh, economy. Well, in in our GDP nominal, that's we have slightly less than that. But in our GDP PPP, we have something like 2.5 to 2.8 trillion dollars GDP. Yeah. I think I read it somewhere or, or, or watched a video. There is a shop in the US, I think owned by Amazon. Okay. It's a retail shop, no workers. It has a facial recognition system. Okay. You go in there, the machines recognize your face and your Amazon account pops up. Whatever you take there pops up in your Amazon account and you pay it through Amazon. Pick it from the shelf. It's just like you're... Well, actually, yes, yes, yes. And, and I think in Japan, what they have is... And in China too, what they have is you walk into the shop, you pick it yourself, yeah, and you walk out and somehow it kind of recognizes you and there's something in your mobile phone that you would have integrated before yeah. that it charges your account yeah. as you're walking out. I mean, look at us. We have... Virtual reality tools. We have we have actually over the past two months we have actually engineered um, the virtual reality from scratch. from scratch. We can give yeah. almost seamless. I have personally developed that technology, service. and it's a three sixty live stream yeah. where you can yeah. follow where your agent is yeah. on the location. Yeah. You don't have to leave your home, yeah. and at the comfort of your yeah. home, you're always in contact with your field agent, with your yeah. real estate agent, and the guy takes you from project to project, yeah, from yeah, property yeah. True, to property, true, 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 and true. even down true. to the negotiation part, you don't have to do anything. Yeah, no, and no, when absolutely. it comes to reserving the apartment, 
All you have to do is just send it online through that's your it. credit card, that's and that's it. it. So you well, buy that's, home um, that's online the, now. That's that's the future of business. Yeah. I mean, any any investor who fails to recognize the changing face yeah. of the commercial world yeah. is setting himself up for trouble, in my yeah. opinion. Let me give you some more stats. Yeah. to further reinforce what you said. Okay. In the last month alone, the number of retailer retailers in Turkey wanting to go online has increased by 50%. There has been 200% increase in the online sales of food, groceries, of cleaning course. supplies, books, toys, and textiles. Turkey had experienced 10 times more increase in online shopping in 2009. The volume of e-commerce accounted only for 3%. Yes. In 2009, and it's risen up to 30% in 2019. And I am very, very curious what the Fantastic. numbers will be in 2020. So basically, basically, now this is amazing. So basically what you're saying is, in the past 10 years, online business grew from 3% of all retail yeah. to 30% of all retail yeah. in Turkey. Yeah. I would, I would, Bet my bottom dollar, as the American expression goes, that in the next five years, yeah, and after COVID nineteen, that thirty percent is going to be sixty percent, or maybe even more. I'd say around sixty percent, but even at a rate of sixty percent, okay, <laughs> that means that means at least fifty percent of all small retail outlets on the high streets will be out, will be out of business, yeah. will close. Do you know what's going to happen to them? What? they'll be regenerated into residential okay. buildings. Hence my question. Yeah. Let me ask my question. Okay. Me and my wife were looking uh, for a new house. Okay. She has a business. She has an online business. She's in textiles. She's I know. Selling, she's got online yeah, clothing business. She, she, she's she? selling yeah. online clothing. She's doing very well, actually. So, yeah. normally, if this was not even 10 years, five years ago, yeah. what we would be doing is to rent a small retail shop, bring her entire collection to there true, and sell true. it there. But what we have done instead is that we've rented a villa in Zekeriyaköy. So you actually moved into a bigger home. With a big garden. So that exactly. you have more space to yeah. do that. Yeah. So she can take her photos, so she can upload Absolutely. them on the website. And she sells because online. Her and she's business, selling online. Her business does not at all exactly. rely on people walking into a shop. Yeah. It's purely online. Yeah. That exactly. is that is a prime example right yeah. there. And that's just yeah. me. And while I was in the market the rental market looking for houses actively, what I have noticed is that a lot of people are looking for bigger residential spaces, sort of places with garden, rather than smaller office spaces. 100%, there's gonna be a polarity in the market. And this is something I've been saying for the past two years already. Um, some clients took it on board, some clients did not, did not but there will be a polarity in the market. There'll be residential real estate will, will have a divide of small urban units yeah. will become more and more and more desirable. These are one bedroom, affordable luxury apartments, maybe two bedroom, one and two bedrooms, but small units that are geared toward ever growing population of professionals yeah. in Istanbul. Young professionals as well. The be. average age being 28, 29, you can understand why that is the case. Yeah. And people are delaying their age of childbearing age. They're not, they're not, they're not um, raising children as early as they used to now. They're actually delaying that process well into their 30s now, which means that they're single 
and they are without children longer, yeah. which means one bedroom and two bedroom properties yeah. close to their workplaces, close to and within the bustling city centers that young people still they True. want city centers. Yeah. Give coronavirus or not, young people will want city centers of because course. that's their social life, that's where they work, that's, that's where they have fun. Yeah. And for young people, fun and work are the two most important things. True. Okay. All right. So small and then the polarity, the other side is going to be homes with birds and bees, gardens, basically. Yeah, gardens. Larger homes, but not in the city center. Yeah. So we're going to find two segments of residential real estate market growing rapidly. The larger um, nature homes types properties along the outer boundaries of the cities, but yeah. nicer suburban areas. Like Zekeriyaku, Kemet. Less Lucas. densely populated yeah. areas where people will have more green and more space around them. And affordable luxury facility service departments in the city center. These are the two segments of the residential real estate market that I would put my money in. All I'm saying is, if you are going to invest in commercial, play big. Otherwise, okay. go residential. What do you think about warehouses, depots? Okay. A lot of people are going online. A lot of people need depot space. That's the warehouses. next big thing. Yeah. Um that's the next big thing. In fact, in fact, um that trend has already happened in Western Europe, in the UK, um in Germany, that trend has already happened. Around big cities in what we call the orbital um motorways mm -hmm. around the cities. Mm -hmm. These are the motorways like the arteries of the cities that actually carry the traffic out in and out of the cities. Peripheries. Peripheries of the yeah. cities. They tend to be sort of like little hubs around yeah. the cities. Around those hubs, what we have seen in the last five to seven years are larger warehouse-style premises being built. Being built because they yeah. did not exist. Being built. And these types of warehouse spaces, they are being used as distribution hubs for online businesses. Some of those warehouse spaces... Um, are used for storing perishables, so they need to have the right climate control, True. the right electronics, the right technology. All these things are becoming very, very, very important yeah. depending on what you're storing and what, and what you're distributing. Yeah. And some of them do not have such requirements, so they're more basic warehouses. But bottom line, warehouses, large warehouses are the next big thing in commercial mm -hmm. real estate. And Istanbul does not have many of them. Yeah. So there'll be a need for them in years, you know, in months and years um, coming. Mm -hmm. So I would tip that. But again, you're not going to get into that market with two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars. What's What's the budget there? Well, it depends on the size of, of it, course, where it is. On the location but I'd stuff. say to you that if you want to go into that kind of thing, you're looking at minimum two, three million dollars investment, yeah. minimum. True. So again, if um, if you're coming in with um, I don't know anything uh, up to Four five hundred thousand dollars investment. Yeah. Actually, in reality, even higher than that. Yeah. Go residential. That would be my advice. Cameron Degan, lovely conversation. Thanks. Thank a lot. you very much. All right. End of another episode of Straight Talk. Please comment your questions down below. I personally read them, and we would like to take on your questions on our Straight Talk here, and also with this WhatsApp number here, you can reach us and you can ask any question that you like. Until then. See you in the next episode. See you.